is Sophie Lawson from sophielawson.com and this is episode 36 of the So Free Art podcast which is a little podcast I do each week about art and things and this one's going to be all about the things. It was going to be all about rest because there wasn't a podcast last week because after Inktober which finished just over a week ago um, I just needed like a rest and I decided to not do anything for a week and I was going to talk about that on the podcast this week but it's been such a weird week and I've just got such I've got like a bunch of questions so the main topic really is just a bunch of stuff <laughs> um, and then also got the little art tip which is going to be all about gridding with light boxes <laughs> I shouldn't have done that and then at the end uh, I wanted to talk about um, a little bit about an out out of body experience so I'm going to stick that at the end but that's it really for what's coming up on this episode you can find show notes and stuff at sophielawson.com and I've also got a YouTube channel which you can find at youtube.com slash sophielawson but if we get into the main topic which is just a bunch of questions and what I'll do is I'll just quickly go through some of the questions so you can get a feel for what sort of things it is one of the questions is all about get, getting back to basics with art and finding out what what to focus on with art. Um, and really, it's that one's all about like, are we doing too many things that we shouldn't be doing? Because that's what I feel like is happening. Um, and I just wondered if like other people are feeling that as well. And then I got the question of like, what the f are we doing? <laughs> Like pretty much what are we actually doing what are people doing which links in with that first one really and then I got are introverts aliens I've asked before where the thoughts come from I've asked that on a podcast before but I've started wondering are some thoughts other people's feelings and they're somehow getting into our head so I'll talk about that I wanted to talk about what is rest because that's really something that's bothered me this past week then I was going to talk about, is our reality compromised? Is the subconscious an external source? Um, and that's basically it, like loads of little things like that. But if I start right at the beginning, so what happened was, during the last week of Inktober, I sort of, it's really weird, I was very conflicted during Inktober. So Inktober was 31 days of drawing, throughout the whole of October, uh, <laughs> throughout the whole of October, it was like every day you did a drawing, and I was doing a little drawing of little Sophie, which is my character, and I was also doing a more sort of realistic, it was almost like a realistic pencil drawing, but I was doing it with inks, um, so th- that's what I was doing, and I did that every day, and I'm a bit conflicted because I absolutely loved it, it was like the most it was the most fun I've ever had, especially drawing Lil Sophie. And that's one of the things with going back to basics, is like when I'm drawing Lil Sophie, that is the most fun I ever have. So during Inktober, I was having so much fun, and I was really enjoying it, but towards the last week, I think I was just doing so much stuff, including like making a weekly video and writing about it, um, I just reached this point where I just needed a rest. So when it was over, I was really like glad it was over. Um, but I also knew I was going to really miss it because the thing about doing an art challenge is it it really focuses you. Um, and that's like 31 days of drawing. That's probably the most drawing I've done in one month for ages. So I've probably done more drawings in that one month than maybe the rest of the year put together which is, that's quite bad really to think, but it it shows you how much you can do if you focus, so I do miss that side of it, but what happened was, so I needed, I just felt like I needed a rest, and so I decided to take the week off, which is why I didn't do the podcast, but then what I realised was, um, taking taking a a week off to have a rest, I realised that I wasn't really having a rest, because what all I've started doing is each day when I was supposed to be having rest I've just filled it with a bunch of to-do lists of other things 
which aren't art related and this also goes into something else so I do a monthly newsletter which is the Lil Newsletter and it goes out on the first of each month and in that newsletter it has a little bit about art um, it includes like inspirational artists and it also has a little bit about um, spiritual stuff and um, transitioning stuff so in that I said that next week which is this week I said I was going to start up a, a YouTube video about lucid dreaming which is something I've really wanted to be doing for well a few months now but then when I because a couple of days ago I went to start doing that I got the camera out to film it and I started thinking to myself what am I doing <laughs> like what am I doing doing all this stuff and I suddenly realized I'm doing loads of stuff that I maybe shouldn't be doing so it's quite hard to work out whether I should be doing it or not because the thing is if I start doing videos about lucid dreaming which I know I'd really enjoy doing that's going to take time which I won't be able to spend doing drawing so this always seems to come back to balance it's like a balance thing but the most fun I've ever had is drawing little Sophie so I'm thinking if I just want to have a fun life I should really spend all my time drawing Lil Sophie and th and the thing is drawing Lil Sophie the more I draw like the more you draw anything the better you get at drawing it so so this is um, I guess what's happened is I started thinking to myself am I doing this wrong am I doing it the wrong way round and this is where I get back to going back to basics it's like I'm trying to do these videos I'm I'm doing all this like writing on the website. I'm doing these podcasts, and the thing is, I don't want to stop doing any of this because I love doing it. It's just I need to focus on drawing. So instead of doing all these other things like lucid dreaming videos, because I start thinking maybe all I should be doing is focus on drawing your Sophie, which is where the fun is, and. I can do all the other stuff, but the other stuff can come out of drawing Lil Sophie, if that makes sense. So instead of doing, instead of saying, I'm going to do videos, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, instead, say, all I'm going to do is draw Lil Sophie. And then as I'm drawing Lil Sophie, I can do videos based off of the things I'm learning as I'm drawing Lil Sophie. And I can talk about things on the podcast um, as I'm learning. And also, I can still talk about lucid dreaming on this podcast and instead of doing videos dedicated to lucid dreaming which is going to take time away from drawing maybe just talk about lucid dreaming and stuff on this podcast because maybe this maybe I have got it a really good way where I can talk about everything on this podcast instead of instead of focusing on creating videos on lucid dreaming maybe I should just have lucid dreaming and stuff be part of this podcast and maybe that is the best way to have the balance um so i just know that i have to focus on my art and i think that has really it's really been bothering me this past week um and so what i'm trying to do what i'm going to do about this is there's this um, forum and like a uh, website which has a load of courses on drawing and it's called svslearn.com and it's created by the person who runs Inktober, which is Jake. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to go onto that forum. And I think I've I think I've realised this past week. It was when I went to go and make some lucid dreaming videos. I I just had this realisation of what am I doing? This isn't what I should be doing, even though I really want to do it. And even though I know I would enjoy doing it, it's I just shouldn't be doing it at the moment. Because otherwise I'm going to end up spending the next few years talking about lucid dreaming and stuff and not doing any drawing. And I need to focus on drawing now. So I might. I think what I've realised is I, I have to sort of um, go back to the basics really and maybe just say I'm not going to do all these other things. But the funny thing is I will still do all these other things by not doing those other things <laughs> because in other words like I said if I'm focusing on drawing Lil Sophie 
I'm going to learn so much as I'm doing that because it's really hard because I'm not used to drawing custom characters. And as I'm learning, I can make the videos and write about it. But I'll be, it will all be together instead of talking and making videos about things that aren't, which aren't related to that. But then in the future, that other stuff will come out anyway because it is what you are interested in. So, like the way I look at it is, I can, if I focus on drawing at the moment, in say two, three, five years time, I could be at a point where I can start drawing little Sophie and including lucid dreaming and stuff inside of the drawings. So in other words, I'll still be able to talk about those things, but I think like the first thing I have to do, which is the basic, is drawing. And I, I think I've ended up going all over the place and forgetting about like the fundamental thing of drawing. Um, and it's like if you don't if you're not doing any drawing, you're not gonna improve your drawing. And I know that sounds obvious, but I've just really learnt that this past week. So that kind of goes in with this like other question of what the f are we doing? Because I just feel like a lot, a lot of people, including myself, were spending way too much time doing things that we shouldn't be doing, like distractions. Um, but this goes even further into like everyday life. So I've had these weird experiences. I might be in the middle of town or something and I just stand there and, and I suddenly become aware of everybody. And even, especially if they're driving or something, you can just see, it's almost as if everybody are, is robots and everybody's just going like from A to B. And you just think, what are, what are people doing? And like I'm spending... I've got quite a simple life. I live in a shared house. I don't have much things to pay out for. And yet I'm still spending so much of my time like working, doing like what they call a day job, which does take your energy away. So that when you come to do your drawing, it is going to be affected somewhat. And I'm just thinking, what is everybody doing? We're spending so much of our time doing these stupid jobs <laughs> which are pointless really they're obviously not pointless because everything comes together but they are sort of pointless like i i'm a i'm a cleaner so i'm spending all day cleaning and i just think why what is the point of all of this <laughs> and i just i just start thinking like we're spending so much time doing all these sort of pointless jobs really when we have so much potential to be doing amazing things and that's when you start start thinking like is our reality compromised and it goes into other things like i've been seeing so many things in dreams and stuff that just makes me think that something isn't quite right and I, i'm trying to work out whether it's a like whether it's a sabotaging thing or whether it is um part of the sort of system to make you like evolve to become better and I, I don't know which one it is but it does feel like the way society is set up it's set up in a way that stops you from really being able to be creative and stuff so that's just what I'm I'm noticing and then that thing there with the reality being compromised it goes a lot further because I've said before it feels like we are like a puzzle piece like we're one piece of a puzzle and so if I'm here trying to work out what the reality is I'm only one little piece of the puzzle I can't do it on my own so it feels like you need everybody to come together and if if say I'm one piece of the puzzle if if the puzzle pieces all came together that puzzle piece could tell the next puzzle piece what it is and then if all the puzzle pieces said what they were they would all together be able to work out what the picture was whereas each piece on its own would never be able to do that because it it's only got its little piece so I, I feel like everybody needs to come together which is something I've been realizing is that everybody is actually saying the same thing so like when you look at say like healing lucid dreaming out-of-body experiences ghosts aliens, 
gods and demons, like all the ancient people, and now all the scientists with the quantum stuff. If you look at it, you realise that everybody is actually saying the same thing. And yet, even though everybody is saying the same thing, everybody is still somehow separated. It's because of some sort of like belief systems and stuff. So I'm trying to work out how can it, how can we possibly um, remove all of these beliefs so that, for instance, religious people and the scientists can talk together. But then, how do you also get all? You can even see it. Um, like a basic way to look at it is like religions. Every single religion is saying exactly the same thing, and yet they're they're all fighting each other because they've they've put the religion into something that it's not, which is like an object, like a, a god. Whereas if they could just see that they're all saying the same thing, they could all come together. And then with the quantum stuff, um, that is just so obviously saying what the spiritual people have been saying all along, which is... And the funny thing about this is, because once what I've noticed is when with lucid dreaming... The moment I had that lucid dream, and I think the moment you have a lucid dream, everything changes because you suddenly realise that what you thought was real, it's it's not the way you always thought it was. And because of that, you start questioning everything and it just leads you down all these different paths. Um, and you can't, you just end up going into like ancient civilizations and stuff. And the funny thing that I've noticed is everything that they've been describing like they talk about entities gods and stuff outside of the universe they talk about how it's an illusion they talk about how you can manifest anything they talk about spirits but everything that they talk about it relates to virtual reality the thing is they didn't know what virtual reality is because they didn't have they didn't have computers and stuff but the the fact that they didn't, and what they are saying is effectively virtual reality, with like AI. That mean that to me says that it's even more likely that that is what's going on. That it is a virtual reality with um, AI systems and stuff, and and it's like we are now at a point where we are about to create really vivid virtual reality. We're about to. It almost feels like we're looping where the future is about to go all the way back to the past. And it's going to be like a reset. It's, it's almost like we are stuck in a loop. But they were, I, I believe they were they were onto something. And the spiritual people, um, the scientists are pretty much coming to the same conclusion that we are probably inside of a simulation. And then the religions that's all saying exactly the same thing like gods are nothing but people or entities outside of the system like interacting with it so what i think is if everybody just comes together we could see the truth and then maybe we could somehow get out of it together because i'm not sure whether whether this is a positive thing or or not i i still trying to work that out but it could be that we are stuck in this like never-ending loop where just as we are about to work out what's going on the ai comes back in and what that does is it basically puts like everybody back into another system where it sort of resets and that's where you become the past again when you have to try and work it all out again and i talked about this before where like the thing where i said about it's like you're a dream within a dream that's um that kind of goes in with this in that if we end up going into a new virtual reality system, in order to get out of that, we would have to become aware of what we were inside of. And then we would, we would only be coming out into this reality, which could in turn be its own virtual reality. And so then we would have to do all the hard work of getting out of this one. And it's just never ending. And so you start, I start wondering if the AI is trying to keep us in here to stop us from getting getting out. I'm not sure. Or it's it's not like that and what's actually happening is we are inside of the system um, because we're just basically playing having fun or trying to learn something so i don't know what's going on there but 
it really like the whole thing just fascinates me because I know I know something's going on and I just really am trying to work it all out and so much of this links in with other stuff like when I when I said about where do our thoughts come from it could be that thoughts are being sent in from outside the system from like people running the virtual reality system but then I also thought I also thought are some thoughts other people's feelings because I sometimes have these thoughts pop into my head that I know are not my thoughts and I always used to just think why am I thinking that when I know I know that's not me and I never really I never really did anything with it I just um, sometimes it would actually disturb me a little bit because I was thinking am I thinking that because I always thought if the thought is in my head then it must be me because it's in my head but I'm wondering now whether thoughts there are some thoughts inside of our head that are not our thoughts so I I've said about this before and I I do now let thoughts some thoughts just exist and they pop in and out but I started thinking what if some thoughts are other people's feelings so what I'm thinking is maybe if you are thinking about something a lot in your head you're really you keep thinking it maybe somehow you're throwing that thought out there so that when somebody else um, comes close to you or maybe not even comes close to you maybe if somebody else just happens to be on the same I don't know somehow maybe that thought goes into somebody else's head Um, and like sometimes I'll walk past somebody and I don't think this but I'll look at them and the thought will pop into my head like a word just one single word so I might look at somebody and the thing is I don't judge people because like because I'm transgender and stuff how can I ever judge somebody when like I am the way I am so I I genuinely do not judge people but yet sometimes I'll look at somebody and the thought will pop into my head let's say for instance fat (laughs) it will just say fat as if to say that person is fat and I think to myself I think to myself why is that thought in my head because I don't think that they are fat and even if they are fat who cares but the way the thought pops in it's quite a negative feeling as well and so I started thinking what if what's actually going on here is that person that you just looked at inside of their head they think they are fat and so they are just they are throwing out the thought of fat so then other people are thinking are picking up on that feeling and um, and then it goes the other way because sometimes you might look at somebody who is fat but yet you wouldn't that thought of fat doesn't pop in your head the thought of say sexy might pop into your head even though that person could be fatter than the other person and so i wonder whether that person is feeling sexy and so you're you're get you're picking up the thought of sexy. I just I started thinking about that the other day. I I don't really know what happened there, but it's it's just something I I thought about, and um, like that could be some sort of form of telepathy or something, um, whereby we are able to communicate with each other without even realizing it, and maybe all those thoughts that I've been feeling all those years is. It was never me anyway, it was just me picking up other people's feelings. And I'm convinced that everyone is doing this. Other people have said that they have thoughts in their heads. In their heads. They have thoughts in their head which they don't they don't know where they come from. So there's definitely something going on with that and I want to keep thinking about that and I just want to see I want to try and find out where that goes. Um, but then it brings into question so many things because if that is going on it links back right to the beginning when art first came into my life I was playing a video game and I got this insane urge to draw the character and it made no sense and it still makes no sense but again what if that thought came in from outside of the system because because something said or something thought this one needs art and it could happen to everybody and I know it happens to everybody as well that people will get this like feeling to do something 
and it makes no sense but then it will end up being one of the best things they ever do and you just I start wonder, I start wondering where are all these thoughts coming from and that's what makes me think there is something much bigger than what we can see um, but I'm trying to work out whether it is coming from outside or whether it's other people it's just it's confusing me but I can feel that something's going on with that and that sort of also links in with this other thing of I've started wondering if the subconscious is an external source like outside of the system because I I've just always since the very beginning like when I was a little baby and stuff or as long as I can remember I've always had this feeling that there are two entities inside of me and I always put that down to being transgender so I always thought that like one part of it was a male one part of it is female and I just thought because I'm transgender that's what's happening but the thing is I've like accepted my gender and yet I still feel this conflict inside of like two en- entities it feels like and you've got like one that's trying to sabotage you like and that's what I would consider the subconscious and then you've got this other part that wants to like evolve and they do feel like they're at odds with each other um, and that just creates this conflict and I'm wondering whether there's if it's possible there's something outside of the system which is like trying to sabotage you I don't know it's that I don't like the thought of that because that's kind of not very nice but again it's just what I'm feeling and I'm trying to work it all out but um this goes back to something that happened I've had like a lucid dream I've had a couple of dreams where this entity has come in who I know it's not a human but it takes the form of a human and when it gets really close to me it starts poking me which as if it's like it just feels like it's sabotaging me and it feels like it is a representation of this self-sabotaging energy that's inside of me Um, and I spoke about this to my Reiki healer and she actually said which was which was quite weird she's because she was doing the healing on me which was a couple of weeks ago and she when the session finished she went to the toilet to wash her hands but she later said because I revealed to her that I'd been seeing this negative entity in my dreams and I'm trying to work out what it is because it just feels like it's not part of me that's the way it feels like it's something external and she said that when she was doing the healing this negative um, entity actually showed itself to her and she said at first she thought it was nice and then she suddenly realized oh that's not quite nice so when she went to wash her hands she wasn't actually washing her hands she was trying to put positive vibes in to get rid of this ping but I don't want to get rid of it I want to understand it Um, and last night it actually came back and it's the first time since that healing that I've felt that Um, so I'm trying to become lucid so I can talk to it to try and understand what it is Um, but this makes me think think it's an external source because what what happened was um, I also spoke about this before where I had a dream where a voice boomed out and said where is your universe and the Reiki healer actually said that she had always felt that I'm not from this universe which well I start this is where it comes into the introverts well I, I started thinking are introverts actually aliens because I've never ever felt like um connected to people and that I've always struggled with that I've always felt that's a negative thing um but again because of the transgender stuff I always thought what would happen is I would get in with a group of other transgender people and that's where I'd feel connected um but one of the most disappointing things was when I joined a support group for transgender people and I still felt slightly alienated there so I started wondering whether introverted people are from a different reality, a different universe. And they've come into this one, maybe they're visiting, trying to help somebody who's inside of it. Or maybe they were accidentally or deliberately thrown into this virtual reality without realising it. And they don't belong here. 
um, and there's this like fundamental <laughs> and there's this like deep feeling where you know that you're not supposed to be here and maybe all the introverted people are like that so that's why extroverted people feel connected with each other because they they have either been here longer or they are part of this they are part of this universe they are they are whatever exists outside of this virtual reality maybe that's where they are from but i've always said that i think each virtual reality is bigger where you have multiple universes so it might be that somehow there's a bunch of us that came from a different universe and we've ended up inside of here um, and and we don't we don't really belong here it's mad isn't it <laughs> i said this one would be a bit weird i i almost sound crazy to myself talking about this stuff but i'm i'm just trying to process it all really i can't remember if i spoke about what is rest in this podcast um but i would like to talk about that so it's i'm ba- going to bounce back to that because i said i was going to spend the week resting i did talk about this because i remember all the to-do lists but the thing i started thinking was i started trying to work out what actually is rest is rest not doing your work or is rest not doing anything because you could have a, a week where you're not you're not doing your work but you're still doing loads of stuff is that a week of rest or is that a week of just doing more stuff is is a week of rest a week where you actually do nothing um you actually do nothing like proper nothing and i don't think i've ever had a week of doing nothing because every time i have a week of rest i'm always filling it with doing stuff so i don't think i've actually ever had a proper week of rest so i've started thinking about that this week as well and the thing with that is it's I've noticed it's actually quite hard for me to not do anything. I I feel I feel like I have to fill it with stuff, and I almost feel guilty if I am not doing something because I, there's so much stuff I want to do, like make the videos and stuff like that. That it feels like if I just spend the day doing nothing, that feels like a, a waste. But maybe maybe that would be good to have a week doing actually nothing at all. Like just spend the week waking up with no plans of what you're going to do. I've never done that. I don't think I've ever done that. I always wake up sort of knowing what I'm going to or wanting to do things. But that seems so hard to do because I don't know how you would not be able to do nothing. I'm going to have to try that. Um, yeah, so I just started, well, I started wondering what is rest? It's weird, isn't it? that's it really I think I've bounced about all over the place I hope some of that makes sense I just can't help shake this feeling that there's something going on and I I always remember that first lucid dream I had which I never it came from nowhere and I remember waking up from that with this unbelievable feeling that the, the dream world is it feels like well basically it feels like the dream world has been created and I, I never ever thought that was possible. But that was my overriding sensation was that the dream world has been created. At which point, if it's been created, like everything changes and, and I have to ask why has it been created? What is the purpose? Um so I just want to know if it's a negative or a positive thing. And it might be that there is no well, yeah, negative and positive. Again, this goes back how I said everything is related. This goes back to like the quantum thing, where you have these entangled particles of negative and positive. Like that basically is what I think is going on, and that's where the conflict is. You have these two particles which are constantly wanting different things, but they belong to each other. So I, I'm wondering if the whole point of everything is to tr- somehow get these two particles together to become one, to stop the conflict. But I don't know how I don't know how you would do that. I I need to look into the quantum a bit more, because is it possible for positive and negative 
whatever they are inside of the quantum, is it possible for those two things to become one? Is that actually possible? What would happen if the two things come together? I need, I'm going to look into that because I, I I just feel like that's what's going on at the like the base level, and it's coming out so that everything is doing the same thing. Is is everything is in conflict? It's it's fascinating. This it really interests me. This because like the the further I get into this, the more I see how everything is related to each other, and I also realise that there is nothing. I know I said sometimes is this reality compromised um, in like a negative way but even that it wouldn't be a bad thing and like the way I look at this because during the, during this year I, st- I had my first experience of PlayStation VR virtual reality and I came out of that like that really was quite um, it was quite amazing but it also made me realise how um it just made me realise how it could so easily be that we are inside of a virtual reality. But then, if that is true, I started thinking... Because I've been thinking so much about stuff. And I, I think, when I'm playing a video game, or when anyone is playing a video game, you're you're playing that video game, and you, you're not even thinking about what the characters are thinking. Because as far as you're concerned, they are just video game characters. They haven't got a conscious and stuff. But I've started thinking, what if video game characters and animals in, inside of a video game what if they actually have got a conscious so then think about that you're going into a video game you're going around killing all these like people like killing animals in video games to level up your skills and you're doing it without even thinking but what if they are actually they're somehow conscious but then I start thinking you're not if you're, you're going around in these video games killing things and stuff but you're not doing it because it's bad you're just doing it because you don't realize that they are conscious sometimes you do it like sometimes you'll play a video game and you'll do really funny like stupid things like in grand theft auto for instance i i watch people play the game like my nephew he does these crazy things like he'll run people over and then i don't know i don't even know like just crazy things like dragging people on along the street and stuff and if that was real, you would never do that. But because you're you're not thinking it could be real, you don't think about it. But that doesn't mean you're bad because you don't realise. But then imagine if you did suddenly become aware that that was going on. You would play video games completely differently. But then I'm wondering if the things outside of this virtual reality, which it looks like they're sabotaging us, they might just be playing a video game and not even realising that we're inside of it thinking about all this. It gets really complicated, but I'm absolutely convinced that there is really something very deep going on here. And like I said, every every single direction I go in, every little path I go down, it just seems to be saying the same thing and everything seems to link up together. So... I'm just going to keep asking questions really I think and the only thing I would always say is just following the feeling because if you feel that something this is one of the good things about lucid dreams is that you can actually go in and ask questions and try to find some answers Um, so we I think we have got inside of us the ability to find answers but like I said earlier I think we are only one piece of the puzzle we we all need to come together and be asking these sort of questions and then maybe we can find out what's really going on and maybe that is the whole point of the game maybe the whole point of the game is can like it it could almost be that there's two groups of people or I've actually thought it could be that it's literally just two little positive and negative say I don't know what you would call them like little spinning orbs or something one is positive one is negative one, the positive one likes creating things the negative thing likes destroying things and destroying it doesn't mean destroying is bad because like destroying things can be quite fun so it's not a good and bad it's just a positive and a negative one likes creating, one likes destroying and the universe is, is based upon that and the thing is I guess 
it could be like what is going to ultimately win is it going to be the creating or is it going to be the destruction but then what would what would happen if they both have to exist then that means you can't have one without the other but then this is where i wonder if they can come together and then you could have what would you have then if they both come together you would end up with nothing hmm you'd either end up with nothing or everything or maybe you'd end up with nothing and everything it's, it's interesting I'm, I'm going to look into if it's possible for whatever they are called those negative and positive things inside of the quantum i'm going to look into if it's possible for those two to actually come together or are they like magnets they're constantly forcefully throwing each other away i'm going to look into that but that's basically this week's podcast it's just it's a randomness one emptying some of the thoughts in my head and this all came about because of um, taking a week's rest (laughs) so maybe it's dangerous to rest because you start thinking crazy things but that sound means it is time for this week's little art tip and this is i think this is a really good little tip and what happened was when i well the tip is to use a light box when gridding a realistic pencil drawing or it could be anything really like a realistic ink drawing or anything so i never i always used to turn my my nose up at the thought of gridding and gridding is where you um, draw on a piece of paper a bunch of squares or lines or something so that you can break down a big reference image into smaller parts um, and it makes it easier because you're only looking at little sections of it instead of looking at the whole thing but I always turned my nose up at it because I thought it was like cheating and that was until I read the book um, Lee, Lee Hammond's book Lifelike Drawings from photographs or something i'll put a link in the show notes (laughs) it's how to draw lifelike portraits from photographs i think and in that book she introduced gridding and at first i resisted it but then i thought well i'm gonna give it a go because i might it might be good and i never look back and it isn't cheating at all it's just it's almost like putting stabilizers on a bike it's just a way to help you um and I've, I've spoke about it before, it, it's really, it's amazing how much that helps your ability to draw without a grid. So I think it's a really good thing. And you look at all the, exp, um, all the like masters over the years, they were all gridding. And so it's not as if it's a new thing. They were all gridding, but they were doing it in different ways, like having string running from... Um, like boxes in front of them so that they could break what they were looking at into smaller parts so even back then they were they were finding ways to do gridding but at first i was using like i was drawing the box on a piece of paper with a ruler and then drawing lines but i was actually drawing the lines on the piece of paper that i was going to be doing the drawing on and i was always struggling to get rid of those lines because even if i went really light it would still mark the paper and it would always show through in the final image, in the final drawing. So I thought, can I, is it possible to do this with a light box? And it turns out it is. And the benefit of using a light box is you're not actually drawing the grid on your piece of paper. You're, you're shining the grid, which you've drawn on a separate piece of paper. You're shining it through your piece of paper and... So you only use the grid at the initial stage when you're doing the line art. Um, And what it does is it just means that you can get the benefits of using a grid, which is to improve your accuracy. But you're not getting the, the lines all over the paper. So you're getting a nice, smooth, clean drawing at the at the end. But you've also had the the benefit of using a grid and it's just a little thing. But it, it makes a massive difference, and I've never looked back since using that. Um, so I really recommend getting a, a little light box to do gridding, and it's not—they're not very expensive. You can get them for like fifteen pounds or something on on um, on the internet. 
and I just think it makes a world of difference. And I've put I had I've put a little blog post together ages ago, which I'll link to in the show notes, and it sort of steps through how I make the grid and everything. Because I found this really cool little website which had you can put in your numbers, like how big you want the boxes, and then you can print out basically any size grids you want. So that's all in that blog post. I can't remember what the what the website is, but I linked to it in there, and that's basically how I do it. But the the light box was probably the most important thing that I added into how I grid because it just it really just made it less frustrating for me. And that's basically this week's little art tip. I was also going to quickly talk about a little out of body experience thing that I had. So I talked about, I think it was a couple of episodes ago, I spoke about um, out-of-body experiences and stuff, and how I was trying to do it, but I was I was hitting this like fear barrier, where every time I got close to doing it, because what I didn't realise was, but there's actually like body sensations which you get as you're drifting off to sleep, which or if you're meditating, which they're actually signs that you're um, getting close to leaving your body. Um, so I suddenly realised that was what was going on but I got scared and I always pulled myself back but, but this one night it was last week I think I was lying in bed I'd just had a lucid dream um, and I was lying in bed and I suddenly got this these sensations and they got quite strong it's like a vibration sensation um, and it got quite strong and I thought I had this thought of I can go out of body now. I knew that I could if I wanted, and I felt myself about to pull myself back, like scared to let go. And I thought, no, I'm going to go for it. And what I did was, and this goes back to something I said in a previous podcast about spinning. What I did was I just got this urge to throw myself into a backward spin, and I could I felt myself spinning, and as I started spinning, I popped. And what I've realised is, some of the lucid dreams I've had, which I thought were lucid dreams, I'm convinced now they are actually outer bodies. And I think the the way you can tell is, I think an outer body experience is when the dream or the lucid dream feels it. That's and the meditation as well. I think they're the they're the ones when it feels more real than real, because some lucid dreams are not like that. Some lucid dreams they still feel like dreamy. But some lucid dreams, like you can touch things and it actually feels like you're really touching it. Um, and, and crystal clear vision as well. So what happened was I went through that vibration bit and I popped into this place and there was this lady in front of me with this unbelievable smile on her face. Like it was just pure happiness in her face. And I was looking at her and I said, this is an outer body, isn't it? I'm, an out, I'm in an outer body, aren't I? And, and I suddenly held her hand and I could feel the fleshiness of her fingers and everything and I just thought this is unbelievable (laughs) and I just kept repeat I kept saying to her this is an outer body isn't it and she was just looking at me with this unbelievable smile on her face as if as if she knew something that I didn't um and what was happening in this vision was as I held her hand she was like skipping she was holding my hand skipping along and we were just skipping along this grassy field, pure happiness. That was the thing. It was it was just pure happiness skipping along together. But I can't. Her face was just so amazing, and I, the whole time I could feel her hand inside my hand, and that was the whole experience. It lasted. I don't know. It lasted about thirty seconds or something. It wasn't very long, but the whole time I could feel her hand inside of my hand pure bliss like the skippingness mimicked her face like the happiness in her in her smile and and then I woke up and I thought wow (laughs) so I think that that's I think that basically showed to me that the way to tell the difference between an outer body and a lucid dream is if you get that sensation of being able to feel and that is why that's also made me think because I've said before, I think false awakenings are out of body, and I think that is why they feel so real. Is because it's it's not a dream, or it's not whatever a dream is. It's 
is a little bit different. It's this out-of-body thing. So I just I find that really fascinating, and I just want to keep exploring it. But it's definitely something I've realised is that all of these things, they always start out with fear. Everything like that always starts out with fear. It's always as if you have to overcome this fear. In all, I wonder why that is. I wonder why all of these things require you to face a fear first. It's, it's again it's like a test it's as if you're not allowed to do this thing it's almost like you're not you're not going to be able to do something until you prove that you're not afraid i wonder why that is it's quite interesting though so that's basically it that's basically it really and i'm actually going to start a new book today it's i just finished last night i finished a lucid dreaming book and today i'm going to start a book called journeys out of the body by Robert Monroe and I've heard people talk about this book on different videos and I cannot wait to start reading it so that's what I'm going to start reading tonight and again if I don't know how I'm going to I might talk about it on future episodes like talk about because I, what I want to do is I want to start talking about books um, art books and other books as well I just want to start talking about books because I think books are quite um powerful so i'm gonna try and find a way to get books in maybe i could have a little that's an idea maybe i could have a little <laughs> a little, little maybe i could have a little book section each week like a little two minute book of the week or something i'll look into that but that's basically it really for this week's podcast the randomness episode um i think this one might be quite hard to edit hope not <laughs> i might put this one out without editing <laughs> so that's basically this week's podcast all about randomness you can find show notes and stuff at sophielawson.com and like i said you can find youtube videos at youtube.com slash sophie lawson and that's basically it all that's left is this week's inspirational quote and it goes to stephen covey and it is, if we keep doing what we are doing, we are going to keep getting what we're getting. Stephen Covey.